Alrighty. Should we start recording this? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, I'm kind of unenthused about this episode. <laughs> I had fun. I was, I mean, the, the dream warrior. Uh, save yeah. our thoughts till we get on. All right. Adventure guys. Adventure guys. Now it's time for adventure guys. All right, welcome to Adventure Guys, the podcast for humans and dogs. I'm Eric the Human, and I'm Nick the Human. And it's uh, it's great to be back here doing the pod again. Eric, it's been a little bit since we recorded one of these. Yep, our schedule's going to officially be wonky forever now, I guess. I know. it's a po- It was really such a great quarantine project because we had nowhere to be. So a weekly schedule? Yeah, fine. That sounds great, actually. That's a, that's a plus. I get to talk to somebody? <laughs> now here we yeah. are. But, but it'll be fun. We'll, we'll, we'll be in the same city soon enough. We're going to make some cool shit happen. Um, I think our release schedule should remain relatively unchanged, but we are going to be recording a few episodes uh, in quick succession. Yeah, for for because we need to, but it's it's fun, and we're still going to keep up. Uh, and we're just doing stuff. Eric's driving down to Texas. We're not going to be not too far away from each other in just about a week's time. Yep, and I think our next two episodes we're going to have some holophonics. On for guests. Yes. I'll be a blast. Eric, it's been really nice down here. I don't want to jinx it because it's probably going to get hot the next week. But like I went to a show last night outdoors in Austin. It was like 78 degrees with this, this band Sun June. This is just supremely chill, um, laid back music. And it was just like, God, this is beautiful. And today I went uh, tubing on the San Marcos River which is just like 45 minutes outside of Austin. Never done that before. Really delightful. Well, now you're a real Austinite. A real Austin. I'm doing Austin shit. I'm seeing shows. I'm uh, going to Ben. Uh, how was, how was your week? We talked about it a little before the pod, but <clears throat> yep. I wound up hung, hanging out with uh, the stop the presses crew once again. Uh, Cause we had a wedding gig with the chromantics. A lot of the same cats are in that band. So a lot of ska talk, a lot of driving. It would lead me being out in the sun all day today. You having an insane gig and driving would lead to you and I being tired as we record this. Oh yeah. I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> I can see it in your eyes and I can hear it in your voice, but we're, we're going to blast through this. We don't have to get <laughs> hung up on, on stuff, but that's fun. I'm glad that you've got, you got to get some gigs in before you come down here to do some recording. Uh, yeah, well, I won't be recording. So yeah, all of Tuesday and Wednesday, I'll be on the road back to Texas and we're just going to rehearse. rehearse. Holophonics are going to be in rehearsal mode. Cool. Uh, cause we have like 11 new songs that Fuck. we need to learn how to play all in a room at the same time. Fuck. Yeah. And if that all goes according to plan, then I will, drive back down next month to track a new album. Hell yeah. That makes me really excited. It's about time Man, we it, get some goddamn new uh, original Hall of Phonics music. 
It really is. And this is the, this is the frustrating thing about it is that these songs have been written for like a year. Like I, I, I started writing this album in 2017. <laughs> How I went, stupid is that? Yeah. It, take, it takes so long. The, and this is even on a DIY level when things supposedly are able to move faster than going through the whole like album release cycle industry machine. Yeah. It's the lead time like is just insane, you know, from writing a song, rehearsing it, recording it and releasing it. I'm so backed up on projects. So yeah, I, I started the whole process on this particular album four years ago. <laughs> wow. I'm finally going to start rehearsing these songs. <laughs> Damn. Dude, I've been uh, recording demos this week and we've talked about this before and I don't say this to, to gain sympathy from any of our regular listeners, but I've been having, it's hard. Recording music is hard. Doing, finishing creative projects is hard. I've been just, I mean, I guess this is what true practice is, but playing along to a metronome and just trying to get all the notes perfect and being like, I want to, I want these eighth notes to, to feel a sense of groove. Oh, I'm, I'm dragging. Oh, I'm rushing. Oh, bar three, I'm I'm dragging, and then bar four, I'm rushing. What? What? How did that happen? And then you're just like banging your fist into your head, and you're like, "Am I? Why? I've spent so much time playing guitar. Why can't I just play fucking eighth notes?" But uh, I think that might just be the creative process, right? Um, yeah. It I only say it just that takes it, such an immense amount of time. Yeah. I have to keep doing it over and over and over again. I know it was like fucking fifty takes the other day of something. I mean, but- I would gladly. Put in the time if I could. If I could just like have no financial worries. Yeah. <laughs> I would literally play music all day, every day. Yeah. And then you can get better and better. But I'm just saying that is I'm having, I'm trying to, to push some of my projects along in a less professional capacity than yours. But it's, if anyone else is out there who's trying to do it, I'm in that stage where you're just, you're trying to realize it in the way you want it to be. And it's hard. It's like, oh. I don't know. That's just on my mind. So I figure I should say it. We're on a podcast. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah. Um, Eric, as we might have a low tank of gas, should we just get right into the episode discussion? Sure. Episode discussion. Uh, we watched season four, episode twenty-one. Now, Eric, who would win? You said to me you were unenthused about this episode. I would gather, I would guess it's because it is an inconsequential episode. Nothing that happens in this episode really matters, right? Yeah, not really. Right. And that's that's what I'm getting from you is that you get excited for the ones (laughs) that play into some bigger picture. This is just a fun Finn and Jaker. This this really is this is the kind of episode that maybe an outsider might think Adventure Time is about. Yeah, that's a fair. It's very fair. It's really just Finn and Jake fucking off and yeah. being dumb and fighting some nonsense and winning. and there's like supposedly a moral of the story, but it's it's you know it's just a shitty stupid moral it's like it uses the format of like there's going to be a moral to this story but it you know it it there's not an actual like real payoff to it being something that teaches the viewer anything yeah <laughs> but i i would say it's fun still like yeah sure yeah it's it's, it's, fun it's really fun it starts 
it starts and tells you it's going to be fun where they're looking at like jumping between cliffs. Like there's a huge like valley and Finn thinks he can do it. So he jumps and Jake uses his stretchy power when Finn inevitably can't make it between this huge valley between these two cliffs and starts falling to his death. Jake just stretchy power grabs him and then Finn tries it again. He's like, I had it. And then before he dies a second time, Jake becomes a, a hang glide and they, they glide to safety. Yeah, this Man, I, I'm really thinking like, what does Finn think about his own abilities? Like, is he really this naive? About- well, he does say, he goes, I did it, JK. I didn't do it. Oh. <laughs> he does say that. So he does kind of know. It's almost like they're having fun. He knows, but I don't know. It's it's a weird yeah. one, and this episode is just really honestly kind of weird. Like everything that happens in it has like a a different energy to it, like a weird energy. Because then they go as they're hang gliding and they come across a beach brawl. They call it, and it's like a weird lake in the middle of nowhere or a pond. And there's a bunch of these guys fighting a giant barn that has a white person inside with a big floppy head, and it's actually not a barn; it's a farm. You yeah. find out quite right, like, like right away, and they're just like, "What is this?" And then someone else named the train comes, and it's like a person with like a harmonica head, and is does this thing train, and all the people that were fighting the barn are like, "We love the train," and then the train goes to fight the barn or the farm, and then gets squished. It's like, what? What is? What is any of this? That was so weird yeah it's episodes like this that introduce a lot of weird kind of characters that make you think like what are the rules of the land of Ooh again like how uh, <laughs> who are these people where they come from how does this fit into the universe and it, it's i think it's just as an episode as a standalone like yeah sure we technically kind of exist in this fantasy where anything could happen so yeah let's just like throw in a bunch of these weird characters that have no connection to the universe or the lore or anything that we've set up previously (laughs) to make sense but yeah okay just just one good old brawl with a bunch of randos yeah the train guy really was so weird he he falls and then his legs get smashed and he goes don't worry i have a friend who makes bionicle legs and he'll put them on here and i'll be better than normal don't follow me though. I'm going to go. And then Finn wants bionic legs. Yeah. That's a nice touch. And some more foreshadowing of, uh, him replacing body parts with mechanical. Bionic legs, not bionicle legs. I think I said, (laughs) bionicle, the the children's toy. There's always, there's just always something with Finn and a mechanical body part. Yeah. I think it's because he's probably, Probably because he's human, which is like kind of the one of the lower forms in the land of Vu in terms yeah, of ability. Yeah, that's 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 probably the right spin. It's like Finn is sort of aware of his limited physical capabilities. Yeah. So he's that's why he's always like rushing in and headstrong and and trying to make up for for his his physical limitations. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So then they go and they're Finn's like, why don't we fight the farm? If we do, we'll be legends. And Jake's like, I'm already legend. I'm number three on this video game called Copy's Castle and and Bubblegum 
or Candy Kingdom. Like, it's fine. He's like, but we need our legend, a Brogen. Let's do it. And uh, that made me cringe a little bit. It did. Fucking stupid pun. Brogen. <laughs> It, it it really shot me back in that moment. I had a, just a series of flashes to the year 2008 where all those bro puns were just flowing. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Remember it was like, yeah. it was like a cool thing for a while. I guess Barney and how you met your mother did it a lot, but it, I was like, how was this? Right, cool like, thing? like when we were in college and yeah. we would go to a website called collegehumor.com yeah. and watch videos of, like college bros just doing stupid fucking college yeah. bro shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, yep. I did that. I think I was thinking about, it, I was like, were male relationships at such a stunted point that the idea of endearingly calling someone bro by basically saying, I love you, bro. And friend was so radical just 13 years ago or whatever. Oh, that makes me sad to say, but all those years ago, like, you know, you know what I'm getting at? Like that the idea of endearingly calling someone bro was subversive and new. <laughs> yeah. You know, so kind of somewhat randomly, uh, last week I, I wound up watching funny people, mm. <laughs> Adam Sandler, Seth Rogen. Um, oh, uh, by the way, I caught a Bo Burnham cameo in that oh, really? movie that I totally forgot about. Wow. Um, young Bo, <laughs> but, uh, there's one line in there where Adam Sandler is like super popular and his manager is like, Paul Rudd wants to do a bromance with you. Oh my God. And I, it really f- like took me back, like flashback to when that was a thing in yeah. our culture. Yeah. Like bromance and bromance movies and just well, how. For, for two friends, <laughs> two male friends. To truly embrace their friendship in a, a totally honest, vulnerable way had just never been seen before in this society. It was like radical. <laughs> Paul Rudge, it's, it's just so weird to think about now. But they say that and then they decide they're going to go, or Finn decides they're going to go train so they can take down the farm. And they go start training and it's weird until Jake just wants to play Copy's Castle, this video game. And then Finn gets all mad about it, which is like, Finn, I get it. We've been there. I've been in bands before or where my friends don't want to practice or you're at baseball practice and you're like, come on, I want to win the goddamn game. Like you Remember our college Scott band? Yeah. We we would practice like two nights a week regularly mm-hmm. and we would always like be waiting for the horn section to show up and they never would. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? We yeah. were so angry. It's like, we have to practice these songs. These six shitty ska songs that nobody likes and nobody wants to come see our shows to hear us play. <laughs> we have to work hard and I, practice this. And you guys aren't even here. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't even like really pinpointed what I was talking about when I started saying that, but I knew that it was true in my heart. And now, yep, there's the hard evidence. It'd be you, me, and our drummer, usually, right? Yeah, those, we're always on time. Those are the regulars. <laughs> then you have different people coming in and out. Yeah, when you have the full band there, it was always like a holy shit moment. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, so got, <coughs> Finn, I get it, but you can't be, it's hard to pressure somebody in this. And you know what? I don't know if you can fight them over it, but I get, I get where his feelings come from. And basically they just get to fighting because he's like, dude, you don't take, this was the quote of the episode, though. Finn goes to Jake and says, you're not taking training seriously. And Jake says, Finn, I don't take 
anything seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, except for Copy's Castle, but but it was like, whoa, Jake is saying that. Like <laughs> he's like the dude, basically. <laughs> right. Which I just rewatched the Big Lebowski. <laughs> and in terms of things that men like that are old and have been around for a long time. The Big Lebowski holds the fuck up. I watched like a hundred movies last year and I still watched it this time for the first time in like a decade. And I was like, this is such an incredible movie. Um, I, I mean, I know there's a lot of culture that goes along with it. Like there's like dudism, which have you heard of this? It's like a religion based around the dude. Oh yeah. I think, uh, Harold is a dudist priest. Oh, he is. I know that you can, it's easy to get ordained. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. I want to, I want to hear more about that but it is cool I, I, we, can, we can ask carol yeah on I, on adventure guys apparently it's kind of like a spin on uh taoism or buddhism and just with the dude at its helm yeah well we're very soon to have an ordained minister of the church of dude on on our podcast so we gotta remember <laughs> to ask him about this because i want to know um <laughs> but jake is would be a practicing member. He'd be an ordained Dudist minister. Um, but yeah, so then they start fighting, which is really um, violent. It kind of breaks my heart to see them fight. Yeah. It now, happens ever, in, in several episodes, and it's like, it, I never really like it. it always, yeah, so I was going to say, we've seen this before, but I don't really remember where. Um, <clears throat> like, but even sucks. in uh, Jake's suit in that episode, yeah. like they're not like, throwing punches at each other but they're definitely hurting each other yeah this one they're straight up punching each other and hitting each other which and I it, it totally to. seems unfair because jake doesn't really get hurt but finn has like visible injuries all over his body it's true but as you might expect finn is really instigating this <laughs> yeah what a little prick yeah <laughs> jake is like come on dude you don't have to do this me. you know whatever um. Yeah. So then they fight. They fight and they fight and they fight until they get back to the barn, and they basically get to a point where they're like, they're fighting dirty. They're biting each other, <coughs> throwing mud in their eyes, doing all this stuff. To the f- point where Finn's like, I- "I'm gonna go beat the farm by myself." Like, screw you. And then Jake's like, "I'm gonna beat him by myself." And they get back there, and they're so tired from fighting that Finn falls asleep. And the barn comes over and just steps on him. And then they're done. It's just such a ridiculous, it's not a non-fight. But as they do, they get blasted off into dream zone. Now, this is almost like a regular show-esque moment right here. Where you've got the whole regular episode going on. And then all of a sudden, this surreal turn happens. And they're in this dream space, which is like a weird, fucked up car dealership in a purple void. And there's the yeah. dream warrior is there. Now, Eric, have we ever met the dream warrior? Does he come back? I No, I don't think so. Yeah, it's a one-off character, which is so weird for the show. Um, it's like, they, I, it, I'm like, huh, this seems like someone they could like build out. Like he could be friends with Prismo, I would say. Um, yeah, I don't know anything about this character. I, it's, it's Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Which and, we touched on last time. Yeah, it makes me feel weird. <laughs> the Dream Warrior is weird. It's also <laughs> weird that like he's a used car salesman. Yeah. And like if I was gonna 
have Matthew Broderick on anything, I wouldn't include him in any imagery oh, involving God. cars. It it just felt really weird. It's weird. But he's selling cheap cars. I don't he's, even know his whole story, but it's like it, it seems like he should he should be in jail for vehicular <clears throat> manslaughter, and he somehow like got around it. I was gonna look it up, but it makes me too too sad to to look it up. I don't know. Well, we can we can do that miscellaneous media. So it, but he's talking about cheap cars. He's talking about headlights. He's talking about all this like nonsense. And then they wake up and they're healed, and they go to fight. And now all the people yeah that who- that uh, I I noticed it, it was like why why aren't they injured anymore? How did this yeah. happen? Is this a continuity error? <laughs> No, I think they were. That was a really good nap. I think is what Jake says. So, <laughs> is that how they explain it? <laughs> yeah. So now they're gonna fight the big I, I, barn. I will say I remember very little about this episode. The details are very fuzzy for me. Yeah. I feel feel like I watched it a hundred years ago. It's not. It's not that important. But they go to fight the barn, and then they realize. But they're like, wait, listen to what the dream were. So how are we gonna do this? He gave us all the clues, man. The cheap cars, we need to use the cheap moves that we learned during training. The headlights, those are his eyes. Throw them in the eyes. <clears throat> the the sweatpants, like we need to pants him. And his golden apples, well, I bet I know what that is. So then they set forth to like launch. Oh, that joke was a little heavy-handed. Yeah. I thought it was going to be his balls, honestly. Yeah, exactly. And then it was his butt. Yeah, <laughs> which was... Funny, but still, like, wow, they're leaning into this a little bit more than I would expect on Adventure Time. <laughs> yeah, and they they launch mud into his eyes. They they do a bunch. I mean, they and they they pants him. This and they they go and they beat him, and then they become legends and they have medals, and that's the end of the episode. It's like, yeah, I guess through their struggles, they learned lessons that they could apply for later victory. I guess. But like, I don't know, man, I love symbols. I love those lessons. I, I'm just like letting this one go. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, did I miss anything, Eric? I, I'm the wrong person to ask. <laughs> did you see the snail in this episode? Yes, I saw the snail. Whoa. Nick, did you see the snail? No. I don't even remember where I saw the snail, but I remember seeing the snail. Now, does that count? I mean, I totally saw I totally saw him, but I over the last few days since I watched this episode, I've forgotten almost everything about this episode. Okay. I remember the snail slide. being in on the ground on the left-hand side of the screen. And I think it was Finn and Jake in the shot. I'll let it go. I'll let it go. (laughs) Play that theme song, baby. One second, one second. I'm sorry. All right, well, I'll play that. Okay, uh, Miscellaneous Mania. 
So, <clears throat> I'm on Wikipedia. I just want to get to the bottom of this, Eric, about Matthew Broderick's 1987 car crash. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he was in Northern Ireland. Yeah. And was driving in the wrong lane and did a head-on collision with a car that killed two people, a mother and daughter, 28 and 63. And he was vacationing with Jennifer Grey, who plays Jeannie, his sister, in, uh, that's her name, in, in, uh, Ferris Bueller. But it was, like, a secret, but this revealed it to everybody. Um, and... Yeah, it, it like he I think he got just like a fracture leg, ribs and concussion and a collapsed lung. Um and Jennifer Grey just had severe whiplash which like required surgery to avoid paralysis it says. But he didn't know reportedly that he was driving in the long the wrong lane and he just like woke up and he was charged um with causing death by Dangerous driving and faced up to five years in prison, but was convicted of just careless driving and fined a hundred euros. And one of the victims, <clears throat> the victims like brother and and son were like, "This was a travesty and super fucked up." But then he later um, forgave Matthew Broderick. You know, I guess in like a trying to move on with his life um, thing, and that. And then he commented later, Matthew Broderick was in a multi-million dollar Honda commercial during the Super Bowl. And Matthew Broderick had never met that guy, the 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 victim's son and brother, even though he said he was going to. And this is like nine years later. And the guy was like, yeah, I still haven't met Matthew Broderick after he said we would. And it's weird that he's in a Honda commercial because he's obviously not the greatest driver. Um, so really weird, man. Weird shit. I don't know what to make of that. I mean, look, I've driven poorly before. I guess he I wasn't he wasn't like drunk or anything. I Wikipedia doesn't say so, but you know, Wikipedia is not the be all end all source. <laughs> I was on I was talking about another really big travesty, which was Jesse Lacey from Brand New, right? Who was grooming underage girls. And I was like, Oh yeah, what were the details of all that? So I went to Jesse Lacey's um wikipedia and i'm pretty sure his wikipedia doesn't say anything about that on it yeah so we don't yeah this is why we don't use wikipedia for oh yeah there's two sentences on there for it i'm like uh at this point this is like one of the 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 defining moments of his entire career and legacy that's like but probably just fans um but you know this i didn't know about this till recently oh wow matthew braddock was 25 when this happened um, but I didn't know about this and I always wondered about Matthew Broderick. I was like, he's the coolest guy in the fucking world. And, and Ferris Bueller is like one of my, it's one of my all time favorite movies. And, and then you see him now and he just looks like sad and beaten down. You know, he never looks like he's in good spirits. It's like, he's fighting off depression, but I was always like, why is he? That's so interesting. Um, I guess he, he was just a really good actor and someone was like, well, you know that he like killed multiple people in a car accident. And I was like, holy shit. Okay. I guess that's maybe weighing on him a bit. He did I, a, a, a guest, uh, a guest star spot on modern family. Mm -hmm. And he was like, 
a really sad, nervous, anxious guy. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I don't like talking about people in this way, like being a, I don't know. It feels weird to be gossiping on celebrities. I don't really give a shit about this, but it's, it's tangentially related to adventure time and kind of interesting. Um, seeing as it's, you know, I love that movie so much. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I've never really researched this research with air quotes. I've never really looked at information about this. I've just, I'm going to, I'm going to guess that there's a really in-depth YouTube, uh, like documentary on it. I mean, it does seem though that like, had he not been a famous guy, he would have gone to jail. I, I type in Matthew Broderick, number one result on YouTube, Matthew Broderick car accident. I, well, I'll have to I'll have to look into that more later. Um, should we talk about any miscellaneous media from the episode? <laughs> it's the only episode with Matthew Broderick in it, to my knowledge. And this Good. and this Dream Warrior, which we 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 said before. So you didn't pick up the Twin Peaks reference? Where? No, and I watched this twice with Sean. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't, when I watched it, at least I don't think I did, but it says here uh, that when they're in the um, the dream world, like that's a whole reference to like Twin Peaks, the, the zigzag pattern. Oh yeah, I see, okay, I see a, a, a screenshot of that pattern. It is the same like pattern, different colors though. And they are getting clues, but uh, it's a stretch. It's not like a direct reference. It seems more of like a heavily inspired by. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I didn't get that. All right. Anything else that's good? Uh, I guess this whole premise is based on Japanese wrestlers. (laughs) like the farm and the train uh i guess there was this what an anime and a toy series based on it where like inanimate objects were wrestlers like in the typical pro wrestling kind of style (laughs) very interesting this was the Jesse Moynihan episode, right? Uh, I didn't think so. Yeah. It was? Yeah. Huh. His, yeah. His episodes always have like those obscure referential like randomness. All fun. All right, Eric. I'm losing steam. Let's pick an episode for next week. <laughs> uh, okay. What are we going to watch next week? What are we going to watch? Episode 130, Wizards Only Fools. All right. There it's, it is. Uh, season 5, episode 26. Got it. Good old season 5. We're going to come back next week, Adventure Heads, with a, review, a renewed sense of energy and fun. Let this be a late night burn of an episode for you. It's, it's yeah. 1 a.m. You can't sleep. You fire up a J. 
You do a J. I think is what the dude says. Inject a J. <clears throat> yes, the letter J, write it on your arm. And uh, <laughs> just let this roll in the background as you uh, let, the, let the life roll right by you. Uh, but yeah, next week uh, we're going to have Will Huebner as a guest. Yes. We've, we've been talking to him for a long time. He plays drums in the Hall of Phonics and other projects. And it's going to be fucking fun. Can't wait to see him. Cool. Well, <laughs> subscribe and you can it'll still come right into your feed next week. Rate us on iTunes, tell one friend, and uh we'll see you then. Okay, peace out, y'all. Goodbye. <laughs>